Welcome to CalCast, your creator national podcast. to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world, not what CNN tells you, but what GNN tells you is going on in the world. If you're tired of listening to all of that crisis network news and you want to hear what God's doing, well, give us a listen. Welcome back, God Network News fans, to another great episode and some wonderful stories. This episode takes us all the way to Africa. Yes, the dark continent, which actually is not dark anymore because more than 60% of it is Christian now. Uh, But this happened over the last 40 or 50 years. So this is incredible what's been happening in this wonderful part of the world, this amazing continent. This particular interview starts a whole series of interviews that I did with uh, my good friend, Shefan, who is from Africa. And he is a missionary working there. And he worked a lot with tribal groups, very deep in the jungles of Southern Africa. And so he shares with us a number of really exciting stories of God's faithfulness and the miraculous and how he encountered powerful witchcraft and darkness like that in the jungles, but how God overcame through miracles and power encounters and incredible things. So he starts by telling us the story of how primary health care was used as a major strategy to reach out to the peoples and it opened their hearts because they began to take care of people in the society that no one cared about, no one loved, no one wanted to help. And as they did, it opened the hearts of the people because they just couldn't believe that someone would love the unlovely so much. And so they wanted to know, who is this God that you're talking about? And a whole movement of people came to Christ. So let's listen to this wonderful story, the first in a series of several stories that will be told to us by Shefan my friend from Africa. Okay, God Network News fans, we're here with a very wonderful brother that I've known for a number of years uh, from Africa. He's from Zimbabwe uh, originally. His name is Shefan, and he was is going to tell us uh, some exciting stories about what God's doing um, in his part of the world and uh, especially amongst unreached peoples but but he has some uh, really amazing stories about how God is using normal people to do extraordinary things and really give glory to God so 
Uh, Chef, and tell us a little bit about the story that you were just telling me about, um, about the young girl and uh, what happened to her. Um, it's the story of um, a young girl called um, Graciette in um, Mozambique, in a um, little village called Inyasunja, which is off the coast of Kilimane. Um, it's, it's an island. Uh, Inyasunja is an island. Very, very poor, very, very needy. I think they speak Portuguese. They, there, they speak they, Portuguese yeah. and then yeah. they've got their own dialect yeah, as well. Yeah, they have okay. their own uh, local language. Yeah. And um, Graciete has um, had uh, issues or problems, health problems, her main problem being epilepsy. Mm. But in the community, people are so fearful of such things because they have no knowledge of what exactly it is. Mm, mm. Um, so they just uh, attribute it to a case or to sorcery, right. witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. Um, or demon possession, yeah. and if they, if if that's if that's the association, then they don't know how to care for a person like that. Right. So really, the story is about my friend Justino, who is an amazing church planter in this village, and he went in using primary health care as a key to enter into the communities. Right. So he just saved people. He just showed practical love by doing things that needed to be done, giving out malaria trap tablets and so on and so on. Mm. And in one of his visits, as he was wandering around in the communities, he saw this poor girl lying under a mango tree. Mm. And he asked who she was and why she was in a poorly state like that. Yeah. And the family explained to him that she had fallen into a fire and it got very, very badly bent on her left side, her, mm. her whole arm, part of her head, mm. her ribs on this, uh, her side, on the left-hand side, really, mm. really bad bends. And these, these had not been treated. She had just been left there. Mm. And it became septic. Um, mm. Justino's description is that, you know, the flesh was rotting oh. on her body. So she was in a lot of pain and um, looked as if she was going to die. And Justino asked for permission to clean her. So he pulled out his backpack, removed his gloves, and just cleaned up the wounds and said he'll come back again the following day. Wow. He did this for several months every day. Wow. Wow. And each day he went, people started asking him, why do you care for this girl so much? Why do you love her? Mm. And uh, Justino's response was, it's not me who loves her, but there's someone who lives in my heart who loves her. Mm. Because he made her in his image. Mm. And they would say, who is it? And then he'd say, one day I'll tell you. And mm. that's all he would say. And he kept on <laughs> doing this. And the family was really curious. They could not understand why um, Justino would give all his time to this girl who to them was the whole community. The whole community, she was demon-possessed. She was yeah, cursed. Her, yeah. she, mm. she was just going, destined to die. Mm. But they could not understand the determination on Jusino's part to see her get well. And sure enough, a combination of tender loving care, um, medication that Jusino had received from a team that was visiting from Australia, oh. from the primary health care school in Perth, oh. a combination of medicines that they had given, prayer, tender loving care, she was healed in a, in a fairly short space of time, mm. considering the, the size of her bends. She was mm -hmm. completely healed. Wow. And when she started moving around and so on and so on, she herself began to ask, but why did you do this to me? Mm. How come I, everybody ignored me? Nobody talked to me. Mm. How come you paid so much attention? Mm. And why do you love me so much? And Justino said, there's someone who lives in my heart. Mm. He loves you more than I do. 
And of course, everybody had been waiting for this. Who mm. is this person? Mm. And Justine was able to share with her family, her immediate family at first, that it was he was doing everything he did because of the love of Jesus mm. for her and for everybody in her family. Mm. And that whole family became believers. Wow. And that was the birth of the church in Inyasunja. Wow. Um, I had the privilege to go there at Justino's invitation. I had the privilege to go there and baptize. I'll show you some images. Baptize. Yeah. I think at that the day we I went there we baptized more than twenty five people in the river nearby, wow. and they were all part of this church that we, you know, when we talked, uh, me and um, Justina, we referred to as Graciata's church, yeah. because she was the key person who wow. was the reason that this church came into being. That's amazing. And, yeah. Yeah, and now then, that church has grown probably beyond the, the immediate on the, family. On, yes, yes. There have been there are several churches now. I've lost wow. count. You know, wow. the next time you see Justin, ask him. But I've lost yeah. count. I think there is more than fifteen or twenty churches wow. in that village. But Fantastic. it started with with Graciata being looked after the way Justin just showed dedication, commitment, love, and then afterwards explaining that everything he was doing. He himself did not have any power to do it, yeah. but Jesus, who lived in his heart, was the one who was demonstrating wow. that power and that, so, that love to him. So the, these people would probably have been unreached. They didn't know much yeah. about Jesus or anything yeah. about Jesus. Yeah, yeah, they were they were largely unreached. Um, mm -hmm. There would have been a few who called themselves Muslims, right, but right, most right. of them were, have never had any real. Um, experience of the gospel or oh. power of is, God. Uh, is this the Yao people, or is this another no, tribe? No, no, another a, tribe. Another over. tribe. The Yao oh. people are further up from from yeah. where Justina is. The Yao people are further up. This is because we tribe. have uh, heard some things about the Yao people and the movement amongst the Yao, and they're from a Muslim background. Mm -hmm. Yes, and and the, and the, I have stories as well um, amongst Gerald, who is working in church planting amongst the Yao people, where Fred Barrington used to work. Yeah, um, there's been amazing stories almost similar starting off similar to to just you know but people just wondering how someone who is from a different tribe this is the key thing as well because Justino is not from that tribe wow. and and you know anyone who knows the history of Africa is that we, communities are divided along tribal right. lines so if you're doing something like that and you're not from their tribe people tend to think what's their motive why are they doing yeah, this that's right. because we, we are not family we are not related we are not the same tribe that's we are right. not the same clan and once you explain that the real reason why you don't discriminate along tribal lines is because you love God and you love Jesus, it breaks down every wall. So it shows the people that Jesus is a God for all people. He's, he's the Savior of all people. It doesn't matter what tribe or what people group or what language you're from, um, but all over the world, Jesus is their Savior, right? That's right. And also that, you know, he, he is... The means by which communities can live together, That's right. you know, different yeah. tribes can live together and work together, yeah. um, for for all kinds for the improvement of their own villages. They yeah. can work together because they are all united in Christ. So you know, progress and development can come out of that. Yeah. So with Justino and the work that he's doing, the church planting work he's doing in these communities, we have seen amazing transformation in the communities wow. exactly because of this. Because different tribes can now work together. They are laying aside 
their differences, yeah. which in the past hindered progress or development. Yeah. But now they're saying, if Christ has now united us, and look at the, and they pointed to Jesus and look at him. He's not from here, but he lives yeah. here and works for us here and ministers yeah. to us here in the way that he does. What mm -hmm. stops us doing the same amongst ourselves? Yeah. Powerful message. Mm -hmm.